Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. You're listening to episode 92 of the show, recorded on December 15th, 2021 at 8.40 a.m. on The Dot. What is good, everybody? Today is going to be a bit of a fun one. This was inspired partially by a conversation I had in the Discord, link in the description below, where for some reason we started talking about Primplup, the Pokemon. Now, I know most of you have not thought about Primplup for at least 10 years, or maybe potentially never, but for some reason we got into a heated debate about like Primplup and starters and where we rank them and all that sort of stuff. And that got me thinking, yo, hold up. This is actually a genius Aiden on Anchor idea. So today I'm going to do a tier list ranking all the Pokemon starters, not just the final forms. We're going to do the medievos. We're going to do the babies, all of them. And I have them organized in tiers. We have S tier for the cream of the crop, the 10 out of 10s. A tier, you know, for your nines, your eights. B tier, solid, seven out of 10. C tier, Kind of six and five territory. D, like four, three out of ten. You know, not not great. And then F, like two out of ten or lower. Potentially zeros, right? We're talking the worst of the worst here. So, if you want to do this with me, I will leave the tier list in the description below. That way you can follow along. If you want to see images, if you want to make your own tier list, feel free to put them in Discord. Uh, again, link in the description below. Or at me on Twitter with your tier list, and let me know. Let me know your spicy hot takes. I honestly have no idea where these homies are going to go. I have my favorites, obviously. I have my least favorites, but I have not done a tier list like this in several years. So (laughs) this is going to be interesting. All right, y'all ready? Y'all ready to go? All right, let's get started. Let's get started. So the first small fucker on this list is actually a new starter, Sobble, Generation 8. The little water lizard homie, he's sad, he's depressed, kind of relatable, honestly. I'd be feeling depressed very often. He's a a bit of a sad boy. Not my favorite baby from this generation. In fact, out of all the Gen 8 babies, this one's one's the worst. I prefer Grookey and Scorbunny far more. But Sobble's not bad. You know, I don't hate Sobble. I'd give it like a C. You know, middle of the road. Not bad, not great. All right, moving on. We got Chestnut. I've not thought about Chestnut in several years. Now, the whole the whole Chespin line, in general, has a bit of history with me. Um, in most Pokemon games, I tend to lean uh, to pick the Grass Starter. My favorite type, loved Bulbasaur as a kid. I pick the Grass Starter 9 out of 10 times, unless the Grass Starter is so bad that I resort to something else. It's always my default choice. So if you fuck up as a grass starter so bad that I'm having to pick the fire or water, you know you messed up. And the Chespin line in general is is one of those examples. I did not pick Chespin in Gen 6 for my first playthrough. I picked Finnegan. I went with the fire type, the grass mortal enemy, because I did not like Chespin's line in general. And Chestnut, I'm going to be honest, a little over-designed. He's just supposed to be like a like a squirrel knight, but there's way too much shit going on. He's hard to follow. Cool competitively, just just not one of my favorites. I don't know. Uh, D D tier for you, Chestnut. All right, next up is another Gen Six final form, uh, Delphox, sort of a mage wizard fox combination. Cool idea. I think my problem again is the. Uh, the design of it's a little too much. Like Finnegan, great. I love the flames in the ears. Cute as fuck. Enjoy it a lot. Breakson, perfect exploration of the idea. We're, we're, we're evolving forward. We're changing things up. She's standing on two legs. Got a broomstick in her tail. Fantastic design. Delphox, uh, it's, it's sort of where it, it goes a little too far. Goes a little too far for me. I'll say I probably enjoy it slightly more than chestnut but not enough to get a higher tier so d for you d for you as well i'm just starting to realize that this whole tier list has all these homies out of order (laughs) 
Like, they don't even stick within the same lines. They hop around generations. They hop around starter lines. So, this whole thing could have been organized a lot better, actually. Uh, so, maybe I should have done that beforehand, but fuck it. We're already recording. We're already going with this. This is the order you're going to see if you look at the tier list. So, hey, screw it. We're going there. All right, next up, Ivysaur. Bulbasaur's evolution. The perfect middle from one Pokemon to another, I think. Like, if you look at Bulbasaur and you look at Venusaur, the only, like, difference between the two is the bud on the back starting to bloom and the color. Bulbasaur is a little bit more of, like, a light green, and Ivysaur is a bit more of, like, a, a blue. Venusaur is the blue. So, Ivysaur, in my opinion, is that perfect middle stage. He's a little bit closer to Venusaur, still has a lot that Bulbasaur has. The same sort of shape, form, the idea. I like Ivysaur. Is he my favorite mid-evolution ever? No, but I think he's like pretty solid, like middle of the pack. I'm going to go B. B tier for Ivysaur. Love that boy. All right, next up, Charmeleon. Another good middle Evo. I've always thought uh, Charmeleon's kind of bland as a, as a design, you know? It's like Charmander's cute. Charizard's a motherfucking dragon. The, the, the mid-Evo should be more like a dragon but it's more of just like a dinosaur again you know charmander's a dinosaur charmeleon's just a dinosaur again and then charizard's a dragon and i also hate how his color is slightly different like charmander and charizard are like pretty close to the same orange hue maybe slightly different like charizard's maybe a little bit brighter charmeleon's just fucking red and i have no idea why that's the case i don't hate him again uh, but he's just a little bit boring. I think I'm going to put him in, uh, I think I'll put him B. He's a lower B, lower than Ivysaur, but still not bad. Don't hate him that much. Just, just a little boring. All right, Wartortle. I've had conflicting feelings <laughs> over this, this middle Evo. As a kid, I think I thought he was pretty ugly. Like, why this weird shade of blue? Why the wings? Why the poofy tail? But then, you know, as you get older, you start to appreciate a little bit of the uniqueness. You know, Charmeleon's kind of boring. Ivysaur is a standard mid-evo. Wartortle just fucking weird, bro. Wartortle's bizarre. And then, and then I think a pretty good way, honestly. So, my more modern inclination to respect Wartortle more, I think, is going to put it a little bit higher. I'm going to put it in B, above Ivysaur. So... Just slightly above Ivysaur. He's, I think he's the coolest middle Evo of Generation 1. All right, next up, we got an absolute fucking hood classic. Honestly, probably just the best starter in general. Bulbasaur. Cute as fuck. Iconic. The best Generation 1 starter. Oh, I picked Charmander because I'm a basic bitch and like drag. Shut up, bro. Oh, I picked Squirtle because he's a cute turtle. Squirtle trash. Bulbasaur, baby. He a frog. He got a happy face. I love the bulb. A hood classic, bro. Oak recommends your dumbass to pick Bulbasaur. You pick Charmander and Oak's like, oh, it's going to be kind of difficult. And it is because the first two gems fucking absolutely eviscerate Charmander. Bulbasaur is a little bit in the middle of the road. I think he's the best choice. You know, Bulbasaur is easy. At the beginning, and it gets a little bit harder toward the end. You get to develop a bit of a team. Grass Poison's a great fucking type. And unlike Charizard, who at multiple points has had to have buffs, mega evolutions, redesigns, Dynamax forms. Basically, they've tried to make that motherfucker relevant like eight different times. Fucking Bulbasaur and Venusaur are always relevant. Sure, he got a mega. Sure, he got a Dynamax form. But regular, basic-ass Venusaur is still viable and has always been viable. No need to fix things. No need to change things. Bulbasaur's fucking perfect. S-tier. Venusaur's next. By extension, S-tier. My favorite starter of all time. I picked Bulbasaur back when I played Leaf Green as a kid. I liked him as a kid. I like him now. Oh, Venusaur's ugly. Oh, he's a stinky toad. Who asked, bro? Who fucking asked what your opinion was? Toads are epic, bro. You ever see a cute little frog? And you're like, man, I want to own that. Now you can. In the Pokemon world, bro. Venusaur, right here. Always relevant. Always viable. 
No need to fix. No need to tweak it. No need to try it. Perfect Pokemon. Bulbasaur's cute. Venusaur's epic. Ivysaur, you know, B tier, whatever. Cool. Fine. Otherwise, the perfect starter line. S tier. S tier, man. Love them. Love them, homies. All right, next up. Charmander. He cute. He dinosaur. I've always thought kind of looking at Charmander and Squirtle's like art, especially the art that they choose to put on this tier list, they kind of look really similar. Like the hands, the eyes, the head shape. I get that was just sort of the design that uh, Kintsugi Mori like worked on with the with the earlier Pokemon generations. Like they all kind of have a similar art style, but like Charmander and Squirtle right next to each other as they're put in this tier list look almost identical to each other. I'm just now noticing that. Like even the tail, bro, there's no difference here. Charmander's fine. Charmander's like a, like a B. It's cute. Not as cute as Bulbasaur. <laughs> obviously but he's cute charizard's fine man i thought he was okay as a kid when you're when you're bulbasaur for life baby you can't be a charizard stan and then came the period of time where like charizard's overrated i hate charizard and then game freak kept giving him new forms and megas and making them a big thing in the anime yada yada but now it feels kind of contrarian just to say Charizard's overrated because he's popular. Like, Pikachu's overrated because he's popular. Mewtwo's overrated because he's popular. Just because you're a popular Pokemon doesn't necessarily mean you're bad. Do I wish Charizard was an actual dragon type? Yeah, sure. Do, do, do I wish he had a little bit more of a more unique design rather than just an orange dragon? Sure, absolutely. I don't think he's bad. I don't even think he's the worst starter, you know? Uh, I, I don't want to call him overrated. I don't want to call him underrated. He's just sort of fine. And so, for that reason, and that reason alone, he's a B at the at the top of my B tier, right above War Turtle. It's fine. Middle of the pack. Cool. Not the best Gen 1 starter by a mile. Squirrel's cute. Squirrel's a cute little boy. I think uh, if we're going cuteness level, based on the stage 1 starters in Generation 1, Bulbasaur's at the top. Squirrel's number 2. Charmander's number three. You could argue to me that Squirtle is cuter than Bulbasaur. I would disagree, but I would get where you're coming from. So I think because that Squirtle uh, goes to an A. Love that boy. Cute, cute boy. Cute man. Cute little boy. Blastoise is dope. I think legitimately, it's actually Blastoise who's most underrated these days. You know? Charizard, always been popular. Venusaur, started out as underrated. But I think... As you get more into competitive and you learn more about Pokemon, Venusaur starts to make a lot more sense and more people start recommending Venusaur. Blastoise over the years has always just sort of been the odd one out to me. Like, they do Megas in Dynamax forms, more so out of obligation. They're always like, like Blastoise's Mega is like the weakest of the three, right? You know, like those X and Y Megas. Blastoise's Mega is just like fine. Blastoise's Dynamax form is fine. I've, I've never had a hard opinion on Blastoise, but I think that just comes from the fact that, like, outside of those 90s kids' circles, outside of those Generation 1 circles, Blastoise just isn't talked about as much. He's not super good. He's not super bad. He's just sort of in the middle of the pack. But... <sighs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm debating in my head now if I should put it above Charizard. And I think I will. Oh, should I though? Do I clown on Charizard for being more popular? No, no. I think Blastoise goes under Charizard. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I think Blastoise is the worst of the final three. Venusaur is obviously the best, right? So it's like no fucking competition. But for the battle of second place, I think I'm going to put Charizard slightly above. Just because Blastoise be forgettable sometimes. You know, and maybe that's just me, but I'd be interested to hear. Do, do other people feel that way? Do you think about Blastoise often? Maybe, maybe if you were a Squirtle kid, I don't know. But I feel like as time has gone on, less and less people talk about Blastoise. He's become less relevant. So I don't know. All right, moving on. Uh, cool. We're we're actually starting to put them in order now. I see. Uh, <laughs> they've started now having generation two, three, four, five, six, seven, etc. Uh. I think I'm going to go a little bit out of order real quick 
because um, at the very end of this list, they put Grookey and Score Bunny. And since we've already done Sobble, I'm going to go ahead and just cover them real quick, if that's okay. And then we can actually follow our way through and go in the order that they were released in. So let's start with Grookey. Grookey's cute. He's the best one of the bunch. Uh, like him a lot. Hey, he goes with he goes with Squirtle. All right, Score Bunny. Fine. He's fine. Uh, I like him more than Sable, but not by much. High C. Okay, cool. Now, they're finally in order. We don't have to jump around anymore. Let's start Generation 2, Chikorita. Man, <laughs> this is another one of those cases where I usually pick grass so much, but the way they did the Chikorita line just makes me so sad. Chikorita, like the Pokemon, is fine. It starts off strong. A grass dinosaur? Cool idea, bro. Cool as fuck. I think Chikorita's cute. I think he's a cute boy. As cute as Squirtle and Grookey? No. But more like on a Charmander level. So I'm going to put Chikorita in, in B tier. Above Charmander, under Charmeleon. Bayleaf. All right, all right. We're improving. We're improving a little bit. Chikorita, little grass dinosaur. Bayleaf, pretty poggers. Pretty huge in the anime. Has a weird yellow color for some reason, sort of shifts, but a nice evolution of the idea. Good middle form. It's hard to get a good middle form. Uh, I still am going to go B, but I'm going to put it above Charmeleon. You know, we're moving up. We're improving. And then Meganium fucking happened. And it's just like so mediocre and bad. There's a rumor, I think, when I when I started playing Heart Gold, Soul Silver in like middle school. And there was this rumor going around that, like, you couldn't beat Generation 2 with Meganium. And obviously, looking back on it, it was full of shit. But the fact that there was even a debate among middle schoolers that Meganium could not beat the game adequately goes to show how fucking underpowered and underutilized Meganium has always been. When I go to Pokemon Showdown and I type in Mega, I'm not looking for fucking Meganium. I'm looking for the mega forms, but Meganium stupid ass shows up every time. And I don't want I don't want to use it. I don't want to use it at all. I know like it, it has the same sort of stats as Venusaur. They're ju they're just put in different places. And I know the design's not horrible, but it's pretty bland. The stats are horrible. Move set's horrible. And the other two Gen 2 starters in my opinion are pretty solid. So I don't know why Meganium just kind of falls off the face of the earth. Uh I don't hate it as much as Chestnut and Delphox, but it's still not great. C tier. C tier. Okay, Cyndaquil, my boy. My boy, Cyndaquil. Yeah, I picked I picked Cyndaquil in Gen 2. Um, I just thought it was fucking cute. Nothing against Totodile. We'll get to Totodile later. I think Cyndaquil's a little fucking cuter. You know, there's a difference between like a cute little thing you want to hold in your hands and Totodile is just sort of like a mischievous little asshole. You know, he got big fucking teeth. He could bite you, bro. Why would, I, why would I want a Totodile as a pet? That's too much energy. That's too much work. It's the kind of deal it's like you a cat person, you a dog person, right? Cyndaquil the cat in this instance. Minds his own business. He sleeps. Does his thing. You're good. Totodile probably will be more affectionate to you. But Totodile can also fucking ruin your couches. And as someone who's had dogs, you would think I would go Totodile. But, it, but in a Pokemon world scenario where these motherfuckers were real... Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm picking I'm picking Cyndaquil. This is another A for me. Love that boy. Cute. Cute boy. Cute, lovable boy. I don't know why people like Quilava that much. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those Pokemon where it's the Charmeleon effect, where it's like such an obvious design. Oh, wow. You made the rodent slightly bigger. But for some reason, people fucking adore Quilava. And I think that just comes down to execution. Like, sure, you made the rodent bigger. But, like, the way that blue stripe just sort of connects on top, the little fire on his head, I don't know. He kind of has a bit of a personality to him. And you wouldn't think that'd be the case. I, I don't think it's the design. I think it's just the way that he's drawn. It gives off more, you know? They're doing more with the design than I thought they would. So... Yeah, I may not be the biggest Qualava stan, but I'll admit, you know, like, he does some things right. He does some things right. I'm going to put it above Charmeleon. 
be interested to see how low Charmeleon goes in this B tier uh, <laughs> as we go along. Typhlosion's cool. Typhlosion's cool. Uh, my problem with Typhlosion in recent years has been that the 3D models have absolutely butchered him and made him look really generic. But I'm telling you, if you play like generation two through four, or two through five rather, and you take a look at his sprites, some of the best you'll ever see for a starter Pokemon. The way they animate the fucking flames and the face and the poses, there's so many cool ways to like pose Typhlosion. The sprites through the years have been some of my favorites. It's just in 3D, he kind of looks fucking boring. So I'll have to take off points for that a little bit. But he sure as shit is better than fucking Meganium. So yeah, Typhlosion, good boy. Uh, I'm going to put him above Bayleaf, but under Ivysaur. B tier. Totodile, we've previously discussed. You would not want to own a Totodile in real life. He does not jive with my personality. That being said, I'm not going to shit on him. He's, he's pretty fucking cute. A cute boy. B tier. Above Chikorita. Croconaw and I um, are at odds. You know? Like, what what's the deal with fucking Croconaw? I get Feraligator and I get Totodile. What's with, like, the big fucking jawline and, like, the little red spike on his tail and this, like, pattern they got going on. I don't know. Like, like Croconaw to me just gives off bad vibes. That's all I can really say about Croconaw. I, I don't hate him, but I think he goes under Charmeleon. I think he goes under Charmeleon. I love how Charmeleon is, like, our barometer for good Pokemon. Like, you could, if you're decent, you go slightly under Charmeleon. If you're really good, you go above Charmeleon. And, and he is the baseline for starter Pokemon so far. Fraligator's cool. Fraligator's cool. I think most people probably think he's the best of the bunch. Could be wrong. Could be misreading the room. But nobody likes Meganium. Typhlosion fans, we're here. We stand. We we adore. Uh, Fraligator seems to be the, the fan favorite. And he's cool. I wish they... Um, Spelled his fucking name correctly. Can't spell Gator as G-A-T-R. What's wrong with you, Fraligator? Did you get past fucking second grade English, bro? Fix your, fix your fucking spelling. Fix your drip. What's wrong with you? I guess it's just a, a name limitation, right? You can, you can only put in so many characters, so he just didn't. Or maybe they thought it was an edgy artistic choice. I don't know. I think it's fucking stupid. <laughs> but still, cool Pokemon neat Pokemon definitely got better as time went on for sure he's kind of the only like decent gen 2 starter not great competitively but still better than the other ones I'm gonna put him uh I'm gonna put him under Bayleaf that seems right cool Trico bro let me fucking tell you about Trico the fucking wood gecko bro what a wonderful idea you go into Hoenn you're doing like a tropical climate what, what's your grass starter going to be? Because right now we've we've sort of established a formula, right? The grass starters are big. They chunky boys, right? I love Bulbasaur. I love Venusaur. Cannot deny certified chunky boy. Chikorita, you know, or the big dinosaur. They stand up, big long neck. Kind of a chunky boy. And so grass starters, historically speaking, up to this point, low speed, good special attack. But what if they flip things on their head a little bit? What if we change the game for grass starters? The whole Trico line changed the game for grass starters. Not a chunky boy anymore. He's cylindrical. Cylindrical? That didn't make any sense. No, cylindrical would imply that he was a fucking cylinder. Not a cylinder. He's slim thick. He's a slim thick wood gecko. He's cute. He's fast. And weirdly, changing it up a little bit, he's good in just physical attack, not special attack. We're going to see how, how, how Trico paved the way for all future grass starters. He's iconic. Love him a lot. I think I'm going to put him, um, I'm going to put him in A. Love how A tier at this point in time has just been reserved for cute stage ones. <laughs> but I feel like that's the goal, right? I, I have different things and expectations for each stage. If you're a stage one, if you're a baby, then all I'm expecting out of you is to be cute. If you're cute, you go high. If you're a masterpiece, you go in S. 
For a mid-evo, I'm looking for something to bridge the gap. If you're unique and can pull that off, that's great. But really, I'm looking for something to bridge the gap. I'm not looking for something awkward and dorky. For the final evolutions, I'm expecting some cool shit, right? I'm expecting a design that I would never see anywhere else that captivates me and that I love. And so far, throughout the first two generations, the cute stage ones, they're doing their job. The mid-evos, you know, we're building. Haven't, haven't gotten one out of A tier yet, but you know, they're, they're, they're doing fine. They're doing fine. None that I've hated so far. But then for the final starters, you know, like we haven't had one get out of B outside of Venusaur. Charizard, Blastoise, all the Johto ones, like for Alligator and Typhlosion are in B, Meganium's in, in C. Just hasn't had any that's spoken to me quite like Venusaur yet. All of this to say, Grovile and Skeptile, fantastic. Fucking immaculate. Grovile, the best mid-stage Evo. S-tier. Love him. Love him a lot. Skeptile, one of my favorite grass starters of all time. Right below Venusaur, another S-tier. Oh, they're just a boring uh, fucking wood gecko. How cute. The bro, Skeptile, epic. I love the red color scheme. The green design. Grovile is fucking iconic. And you know what? Sure. Mudkip, always going to be more popular. Blaziken, always going to be more popular. But if you're looking for somebody who has taste in Pokemon, ask them what they think of the Trico line. And that'll tell you everything you need to know about the individuals you're hanging out with. It's the ultimate litmus test, right? You want to know if someone has good Pokemon opinions? Ask them what they think about Grovile and Skeptile. The most revealing shit you could ever say. Love them. Both us here. Torchic cute. You got a big head. You look like a chicken nugget. Pretty cute. B tier. Right above... Right above Bayleaf. That's good. Combuskin look like a fucking penis. What's wrong with you, Combuskin? The fuck it... Why? Why you gotta look like cock and ball? I can go for some cock and ball. C tier. Blaziken's cool. I, uh... Have really grown to love the beta design that was sort of a mix between Blaziken and like Latias and Latios. If you haven't seen it, look it up. It's really fucking cool. I don't hate modern Blaziken, but he's like the boy, right? He's like, the, he's emblematic of the Hoenn region in the same way that Charizard was for generation one. Like if you're not talking about like Mudkip, who's obviously the most popular, Blaziken's like a solid number two, you know? Solid number two out of all the final forms. People love Blaziken for a reason. It started the whole firefighting trend. I think he's cool. Uh, Put him in A. Yeah, yeah I'll put him in A tier. Why not? I, think I like him a lot more than any of the, the final forms so far. The Mudkip fucking cute, bro. God damn. Why you gotta be so cute? A, love him. Cute boy. Cute, cute boy. Marstomp, I like more than most people. Most people look at Marstomp and like, what a goofy ass. Mar Who the fuck a Marstomp, bro? And I think it just comes from the fact that I played Generation 3 on the Game Boy. I played Diamond and Pearl. I know how good this man can look in sprite form. But in 3D, it's the Typhlosion effect. He looks like a fucking dork. Looks horrible. Just, just absolutely massacred the boy. But I see potential. I know Marshtomp can be epic. People just need to give him a chance. Just need to give him a chance, bro. I'm going to put him over Charmeleon. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Put him over Charmeleon. Huh? You can get mad? You can get mad, you Charmeleon stands. See if I care. See if I care. Swampert. <laughs> I'm laughing because of uh, another A non anchor episode we did where me and Ethan went through a Generation 3 bracket, and we argued about where Swampert's place should be. Ethan argued that Swampert was better than most of the starters. I argued that he's kind of the worst of the three, and I still stand by that. Blaziken, obviously people adore. I think he's the most important. Skeptile, to me, is the best design. Did a lot to change the game for grass starters. 
And that didn't mean Swampert is bad. I'm not implying Swampert to be a bad Pokemon. In the context of that Generation 3 bracket, I still believe that he is the weakest of the final three starters. That means he's bad. Just think he's the weakest. Here it's a little bit different because we're comparing him against all the other starters. Uh, in that context, Swampert's pretty high. And I'll put him above... Uh, put him above... Hmm. I'll put him above Typhlosion in B tier. Yeah, it's a good spot for him. Good spot. All right, Turtwig. <laughs> Turtwig's so fucking stupid. He got a big, stupid, bulbous head. Love him. I picked I picked Turtwig in Gen 4, as you do. And I, and I think I was rewarded with a pretty good line here. Turtwig... Turing's so fucking dumb. He a brainiac, you know. He been a, I, I read books. A sheltered child, for sure. But a a a Pokemon after my own heart. I think that's that's an A. That's an A for me. Grottle. Uh, people talk about Grottle. Grottle. How the fuck you pronounce him? His own name is too confusing to me. Much less the design. Like I get what they were going for. But he almost kind of reminds me of uh, well, that fucking Ben 10 alien. Like Cannonball, I think is his name. He just sort of looks like he's supposed to roll up in a ball. Like he's a Sonic character or something. But he just isn't quite... I don't know. He's just sort of... Um, sort of goofy. Not one of my favorite. I'm going to put him under uh, Croknaw. Yeah. About right. Actually, I'm going to put him under Totodile. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Torterra's cool. Torterra is cool. I think it's based off like a like a myth of the of the word oh, what world. What's he? What's the fucking? What's the dude called? He's based off of. Uh, I'm googling it real quick. Kermaraja, or Kerma, the world turtle, basically, of like a legend where the earth and the world as we know it. Is just the back of a giant turtle. So they kind of did the same thing with Torterra. Where he's a turtle. There's like a little environment that like Pokemon can live on and shit. Just a mammoth. Just an absolute mammoth. For sure. Uh, is he as important as Skeptile? Is he like a, even remotely a comparable design? No. Definitely a step down. But shit. He better than Meganium. Better than Meganium at least. So. I'm going to put him uh put him in between I'm gonna put him I'm gonna put him in between Swampert and Typhlosion that's a good spot Chimchar Chimchar Monferno Infernape I've been harsh in the past to this line of basically just sort of hey remember Blaziken here Blaziken but monkey I get He's going off the whole Sun Wukong shit. Like, a lot of fantasy characters that are monkeys sort of go after that vibe. I get, in anime, pretty crucial line. Ash and Paul and that whole dynamic. As just a Pokemon in Generation 4, not my favorite line. In fact, I prefer both the Turrig line and Piplup line more. So, Chimchar just himself... Bottom of the B tier. Under Charmander. Monferno a little bit better. I'll admit. Uh, I like the little bit of blue there. Kind of sort of evolving that monkey design. Making him a little bit more of a standout. Probably put him uh, above Charmeleon. B tier. Infernape at least looks a little bit cool. You know? Still not ideal. Still not what I would want coming off of Blaziken, but fine in his own right. Uh, fuck, this is shit. It's getting hard. It's getting really hard now. Above Typhlosion, but under Torterra. B tier. Pipple up a cute boy. It's really my only criteria for the stage ones. Like, I know how I'm like, let me analyze each Pokemon and, and give some thoughtful critiques. And then the babies come up, and I'm like, are they cute or not? Do I fuck with their cuteness or no? Piplup, yes. 
Not quite A tier Q, but more around Torchic Q. I'll put you right under Torchic. That seems like a good fit. And now, the man that inspired the episode. Let's give it up, everybody, for motherfucking Primplup. My man. Wow. He literally is just a fucking penguin. I hate his face. He's a D tier. Moving on. Empoleon. Nimper penguin. That's kind of cool. Like the sort of trident he's got on his head. Water steel. Cool as fuck type. One of my more favorite, like, unique water starters. You know? Uh, me and water starters in general, actually, are sort of a, an interesting situation. Where I'm always going to be a grass boy, right? Always going to prefer the grass starters. And then if the grass starters fuck up, I tend to go with the fire ones next. I know, fire, mortal enemy, yada, yada, yada. But if the grass ones don't be hidden, fire usually is a good choice. Water starters are almost always my third option. And I think while none of them are exceptional, like there's not an exceptional water starter for me. You're not going to get one that shows up in the S tier. They are often consistent. They're the most consistent. Grass, you know, hit or miss, right? Fire hit or miss. Usually every final water starter is around B or C tier. Doesn't mean any of them are truly exceptional, unfortunately, but it also don't means that we're not we're not gonna get a final water starter that ends up in the fucking F tier. At least I hope not. It might that might come to bite me in the ass later. From what I'm looking on this list, we're fine so far. Uh B. You get a B above for alligator under bay leaf. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Snivy's a little fucking shit. Like, Snivy is a Redditor. He judges your post. He's an asshole. He thinks he's better than you. He probably lives in, in, in British land, you know? He probably out here in the UK. He says in it a lot. And he just, he just looks at America and he goes, Ha ha. Glad my country isn't as bad. And then they made Boris Johnson their leader. So, really... Who's the smart guy after all, Snivy? You remind me of British people that unfortunately does dock some points. Uh, but, you know, at least it's a personality. At least it's a personality. Something I cannot say for other starters. You go under Bayleaf, but above Napoleon. Servine. I don't think about Servine often. Like, the whole... The whole reason for this line is grass snake right this whole thing but snivy's kind of weird because he has feet and snakes don't have feet and servine's also kind of weird because they clearly want it to be a snake but they have feet for some reason so it's not quite a grass snake not quite a vine it, i don't know under mon uh under under charmeleon but above crocna yeah, that works. Okay, so remember earlier, I was talking about how Skeptile paved the way forward for grass starters, not being these thick, slow boys that rely on special attack, and instead being based on speed and physical attack? Well, Superior is the evolution of that idea, right? Skeptile started it. Skeptile paved the road. He'll always be the more important one. But Superior is the one that, like, figured that shit out refined it a little bit, made it more sense in a, in a modern Pokemon era, and produced arguably one of the most fun grass starters, uh, a competitive monster in Generation 5. I don't know how he does in, in modern Pokemon, but his ability fucking slaps. I like Superior a lot. I don't I don't use him a ton in regular playthroughs just because I don't want to sit through Snivy and Servine. Uh, but... I'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool fucking Pokemon. I'm going to put him under... Uh, I'm going to put him above Charizard. Top of the B tier. Top of the B tier for me. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the point where I have to share a regret. Usually, when I pick a starter Pokemon for my first playthrough, I make the objectively correct choice. Like, picking Bulbasaur as, like, a seven-year-old aged immaculately, right? Cyndaquil in Generation 2, wonderful choice. Trico in Gen 3, love it. Turtwig, Gen 4, awesome pick. In Generation 5, 
despite having the Snivy line right in front of me, despite having the Oshawa line right in front of me, my dumbass, when I played Pokemon Black, because remember, I, I wanted Reshiram, but it's Black version, so they put the opposite Legendary on the cover. Dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. I picked Tepig. And I've regretted my life ever since. Tepig's not bad. He's not great either. I think he's a C tier. Pignite is horrid. Fucking despise Pignite. No. F. Bottom. Hate it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No more. No more Pignite. Embor is the reason I probably went with Tepig. Because I saw Embor's design. and was like, that's kind of cool. Did it mean that the journey up to that point was worth it? No. But Imbor, I, he looked like a Shogun, you know? Kind of has that, that really Japanese design. But he's yet another firefighting. And out of all the firefightings, yeah, he's the worst. For sure. C. C. Yeah, C tier. C tier. C tier. C tier. I, I hate doing that. I really do. But sometimes you have to swallow your pride and admit when you were wrong. This is a case where I, where I admit I was wrong. Okay. I was drinking tea there. Sorry. Oshawott. Let's go through these. Let's go through these pretty quick. I didn't notice we're already at like 41 fucking minutes. Jesus Christ. We ain't even all the way to generation six yet. We ain't even at Gen 6 yet. There's still 7 and 8. All right, here we go. Oshawa, lightning round. Cute boy. Cute boy. I'm going to put him above Turtwig. A tier. Duat, probably the coolest fucking medievo. War Turtle, you're awesome, but your crown has been overtaken. Duat, the the best uh, medievo, not named Grovile, who's obviously S tier. But out of the out of the, out of the regular group of medievos, yeah, yeah, Duat's the best. Samurai's disappointing. I like the samurai look for sure. Why you gotta be on four legs? You remind me a lot of Grottle, you know? And when you're making comparisons to Grottle, you're not gonna get a favorable ranking. Better than Imbor. Yeah, C tier. C tier. Alright. Discussed my issues of, of Chespin and Chestnut and Quilladin, whatever. Uh Chespin is a B. He's under Chimchar. Very bottom of B. Quilladin's F. It's just Pig Knight again, but grass. The, the worst grass mid-Evo. And that's saying something. Because I've been shitting on Grottle the whole fucking time. Quilladin? Disgusting. Disgusting. Finkin's cute. Probably my second favorite. Uh, Fire Baby. Not as good as Cyndaquil. Not as good as Mudkip or Trico. I'll put him above Oshawott. It might be a hot take. I'll put him above Oshawott. Breaks in. Love breaks in so fucking much. Not as good as Duat, but still really fucking good. Probably the best grass mid-evo. Not grass. What the fuck am I saying? Probably the best fire mid-evo. That's what I meant to say before I fucking did cocaine uh, before starting this, this recording. Uh, Above Swampert. That's where you go. Go above Swampert. B-tier. Froki! I don't think about Froki. He's cute. Uh, but you're under Chikorita for now. Frogadier's cool. I like Frogadier. Not Duat level. Not Wartortle level. Not Ivysaur or Breaksin. I'll put you in between Swampert and Torterra. That makes sense? B. Greninja. Uh, Low-key, now that the, like, the Charizard hype has died down a little bit, right? The, the award for the most overrated starter has definitely fallen on Greninja's shoulders, you know? And I appreciate that that he's kind of taking one for the team, right? We can finally stop picking on Charizard, picking on, on, on Blaziken. Greninja is now the most overrated motherfucker alive. So because of that, I can't rate him too highly. But I have to admit, you know, he's a fucking ninja frog, right? You can't. Can't hate too hard on the Ninja Frog. Uh, uh under Typhlosion above Torchic B tier. 
Rowlet. I forgot about fucking Rowlet. Immaculate. Top of A tier. Love him. He's round. He's now. What more can you ask for? Love him. He's the closest grass starter to replicate everything I like about Bulbasaur. Not quite, but he's the closest. Dartrix is a fucking emo boy. Look like Aaron Hansen. Very funny. But still not like a great grass medieval. You belong with uh, Kulava and, and Marshtomp. B tier. Alright, Decidueye? Fucking dope. Fucking dope starter. The whole idea of just a grass archer with like a fucking cowl and shit. Wonderful. I, I love the color scheme. Love the idea. Desperately wished he was in Smash. Over Incineroar. Like, Incineroar is cool. Would have massively preferred Decidueye. Uh, probably my favorite of the Gen 7 starters. The final forms. I'm going to put you above... Uh, I'm going to put you above Charizard. Yeah, fuck you. B tier. Lin. Lin a cute boy. Lin a cute one. Not as good as Finnegan, but still pretty cute. I'm going to put you under... I'm going to put you under Turwig. Low A. I don't get what the deal with Torcat is. Sure, he's the best of the line. But he's still just a fucking cat. You know? Like, is it, he's not exceptional. He's exceptional in the context of, like, being better than Incineroar. But is he a Grovile? No. Is he a Duat? No. He breaks in? Absolutely not. He still just is a jungle cat. So that must be taken into account. You end up going uh, above Quilava, under Fralligator, B tier. Incineroar. Ah, shit. Did not like Incineroar when he was first revealed. But Smash happened, then I the anime happened, and I'm like, okay, he's a wrestler. Maybe I was being too harsh. It's Fire Dark, it's not firefighting. Better for sure than Delphox and better than Himbor. There's improvement there. I can't put him in C. You know, I cannot put him in C. But I can't go higher than, than a B. I just can't. B tier between Empoleon and Fralligator. All right. Poplio. Poplio's fine. C. Brione is disgusting. I don't like the humanoid form. I don't like the ballerina. The eyes creep me the fuck out. <sighs> this is an F. Yeah, I think this is the worst water starter. Like, period. Medieval or otherwise. Yeah. And Pre-Marina only slightly better. I still don't like Pre-Marina. But you're better than Primplup and Brione. You're the Meganium. How about that? Huh? You're the Meganium. You're not quite at the bottom, but you're pretty damn fucking close to the bottom. Okay. Uh, I just realized that they don't have the other Generation 8 starters on this tier list, so I cannot physically add them, but I'll tell you where I would have put motherfuckers. So, Rabu, he a little edgy. He a little bit of a dork. I like that. He would have gone in between Dartrix and Marshtomp in B. Uh... Cinderace is my favorite, I think, of all the Generation 8 final forms. Would have gone probably high B, right in between Blastoise and Duat. Drizelli, fucking Sobble second form, disgusting. Hate that motherfucker. Uh, probably another F. Yeah, would have been another F for me. Inteleon, also disgusting. Why the fuck he got a sniper rifle? Why, why yo Call of Duty ghost looking ass even a Pokemon? I hate the cylindrical form. I hate the gun. I hate that he just looks like a person, you know? Dartrix, like, did the whole, like, archer stealth thing while also looking like an animal. And what's Inteleon's excuse? Legitimately probably the worst final design form. Another F. Another F for me. All right, and then that just leaves Grookey. Uh, Grookey, we already discussed, is an A. Thwacky... I think Loki underrated. I think Thwacky, honest to God, is my favorite grass medieval. Once again, not named Grovile, because Grovile will always be the best. But I think he would go above Ivysaur. I love the, the sort of neon green. I love the sticks, the hair. 
Really got me excited for the final form. So Thwacky, High B, in between War Turtle and Ivysaur. All right, final one, Ryla Bloom. <sighs> Low key disappointing, right? Grookey is awesome. Thwacky's even better. Ryla Bloom is just sort of Donkey Kong with dreads, you know. And I don't mean that in in to say that I dislike Donkey Kong or that I dislike Ryla Bloom. It's just not unique. The whole drum thing, the whole bongo thing, it's been done before. He's better than fucking Inteleon, but he's no Cinderace, and I'm tired of, of acting like he is. You know, the Firestarter just won. You know, sometimes, you, again, you have to swallow that pride. Rila Bloom is a C. Top of the C tier, right above Poplio. And ladies and gentlemen, with all that being said, we are finally done. We have ranked all the starter Pokemon. Please do the tier list yourself. Link in the description below. Share them on Twitter. Share them on Discord. Let me know what your thoughts are. If you want my list, I'll probably uh, put it in the Discord as well so you can see a picture version of it. And hopefully the podcast explained my reasons. This was fun. This was fun for me. Uh, pretty much I expected Venusaur and Skeptile to be at S. And my Fs were already pretty well decided. But everything in between, everything in between was definitely a surprise. Definitely a surprise for sure. Let me know if you agree with me, disagree with me, all that fun stuff. You can support the podcast by hitting the support button or giving me money on Patreon where you can suggest a topic. I think Zach's up next for the uh, Next Day Not Anchor episode. He can suggest whatever topic he wants. Let me know, bro, down in the DMs. That'll be it for this episode. I've been Aiden, and I'm signing off.